You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast. If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. This is the Germany lost to France in a bullshit game edition of Fire in a Hole with your hosts, Richard and Jason. <laughs> that, really, uh, that really hurt you. Yeah. Deep inside. Yeah. I also timestamped this motherfucker. <laughs> I've dated this podcast forever. No one will understand why I just said that. That's right. That happened two weeks ago. Exactly. What the hell? But we had a good time today. Yeah, we, it was a uh, good time. little old school Fire in a Hole. Yeah, we went all over the place. A little ranting, some movie talk, some shooting the shit. We had our good buddy Michael Treader come back into the uh, office. To, Always a pleasure. Uh, to hang out, and this was just a free-form kind of <laughs> all over the place. Uh, everything from... It got a little dark, I think, in the beginning. Yeah, first half we talked a lot about like the recent killings. Uh, the shootings in the United States. Yeah, and then Jesse Williams and Black Lives Matter talk for a bunch. Yep. And, uh, yeah, second half, we got a little lighter. We went off on some movie stuff, Indiana Jones, Rogue One, everything Harrison Ford related. Basically. Exactly. Just unplug your brain for, for, for part two of the podcast. <laughs> but it was a good time. Yeah. Always a good time. Michael Treader on Fire in a Hole. Dale, I think it's time for a change for both of us. Dad, we're men, Okay. That means a few things. We like to shit with the door open. We talk about pussy. We go on riverboat gambling trips. We make our own beef jerky. That's what we do. And now that is all wrecked. We literally have never done any of those things. Microphones are on. Microphones are on. So, uh, by the time the listeners get to this, yeah, uh, I will have been uh, approximately a week, or at least five, couple of days, since uh, Germany was defeated at the Euro Cup. Um, Dude, that happened two weeks ago. Get over <laughs> it. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone, uh, I, you know, I hear a lot of Americans talk or just north americans period just shit on on football or soccer excuse me um but uh it's it's so much fun to watch like i know you guys aren't into that stuff but i guess i don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that i'm half european even though i've never culturally i never grew up there um there's just something to it man that's so much genetically predisposed i get so into it man. i get so emotional and i've watched hockey with friends and known who's who was on which side Hmm and was like fully on point or i've watched uh, i don't know what else what else is there hockey and uh, football baseball i don't really basketball care. basketball either i could never really get behind it there's a lot of people who are really into it they're really into it yeah, yeah. i don't know you guys watch basketball or no no, no. i don't I, watch any sports really not really no i, I just watch, don't have the time i watch uh when the world cup comes into town sure that's it and euro cup that's about it 
Yeah. One well, on account. Okay, so on account of you having German heritage, or just because? I don't know. Uh, none of my family is into it. Okay. I'm into it because I think I just like the idea of being into it. If that makes sense. Like I don't actually get emotionally invested in it. I just go, oh, this is a fun. You know, I don't take time off work to go sit and watch it. Right. But if I'm at a bar and it's on. Mm. I'll, I'll stick around because yeah. it's fun maybe to be a part of something. I don't know if that's me lying it, to it myself. Is, no, it is very much a, a like a like a community sport. I, I think it's a huge community thing. And if you watch it, like the rest of the world watches soccer it's, or, co- or so- uh, football uh, with a vengeance. Not to get so deep into it, but it's just weird. It's like the last like vestige of being able to have national pride. Uh-huh. Mm. Do you notice that? Yeah, that's a good point. Like you, you, you can't be, oh, I, you can't be hardcore something. But you can support the team, right? Right. right? You can be Which kind is, of extreme about it. Yeah. yeah. You can you can hate the Portuguese or something, but you can only hate their team. You can't actually hate the Portuguese. Right. Which, There's something Which to is that. weird. So I wonder yeah. if there's probably something sinister behind that. But well, it's kind of I don't replaced. Know. A lot of people have said this, like that it's kind of replaced war in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that's kind of where the Europeans. Well, yeah, because the Germans their, still try to take over the world every four years right <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know yeah, it's like a great source of camaraderie too yeah yeah yes although you know there's always all you hear about is like people trashing the place and of course yeah there's that part writing and stuff like well then again you get the impression that it kind of serves a purpose mm-hmm. uh it, it's kind of it's like, like a, the purge it's like the purge, really. It's like the purge. Certainly, if early in the Euro Cup, when the Russian fans and the Br- English fans like lost it and yeah. started like yeah. destroying everything, yeah, that was it. It yeah. was very pur- the purge. That's a big deal, isn't it? The purge. There's a lot of it's. This is like a movie or a set of movies. Have you have you seen uh, any I of the purge? They made a, they've they've made a, hilarious. They've made a purge oh, too at this there, point. Right? There's three. There's, there's three. three of them? They're really funny. Oh. Are they? Well, like I I like them because they're just really bad horror movies okay they're like b movies but i like more of i think the the story behind it what it's supposed to represent okay um and i like it from a storytelling point of view and how they keep escalating it right the first one was in a house second one was like in a in a sit in like a city third one is more on a governmental level like they're so the whole thing is that there's one day out of the yeah, year where everything is allowed. For 12, right? You can yeah. murder people, yeah. you can do whatever. Yeah. And then and for everybody 12 saves hours, up all of their criminal can, activities yeah, for that day. 12, 12 hours uh, a night, you can go and do anything. kill people. Anything goes, no Anything goes, yeah. There's like certain rules, like you can't assassinate political people and you can't use like nuclear weapons or anything huge like that. There's like a certain class of weapons you can't use. Okay. But beyond that, anything's legal. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, entertaining because... It feels like the premise is more p- popular than the movies, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The movies are actually, like, really bad. Most but I think people just get excited about... <laughs> the idea is sort you know? of fresh. Yeah. It's just, you know, if there was a purge, this is what I would do. Mm. Right? Kind of like if you won the 649 yeah. or some lottery. Yeah. It's, then, it's, like, it's, yeah. There's something in the maybe the public... Consciousness, consciousness of wanting that to makes you want to kill your boss just explore your dark side yeah, yeah yeah oh if i could get away with it right <laughs> and it's like looting and killing and yeah whatever. i mean you're that's like allowed but then nobody ever does it in the movies because nobody actually wants to see that in the movies right hmm. so nobody actually kills oh people kill people but like <laughs> nobody like you don't see anybody running around robbing a 7-eleven or anything 
Okay. No, I think I saw the first one, and it was mostly about like a, was, a family it, the, the trying to insulate themselves. The first one was a was just like, a. It was what like family trying to to like protect themselves. Oh, like, like, yeah. like they're boarding up the window. The, the first yeah. one was a, like a uh, uh, just a bad attempt at like a home invasion movie. Okay. With the purge premise tacked onto it. Yeah, might as well have been some. Yeah, it didn't even need to be the purge. Yeah. The third one, um, or the second one, uh, kind of made it better because. It was showed that people were planning this for a whole year, right? So when they did go out on this night, they were prepared, you know? They would hire people to go kill for them, mm. right? They would stay at home and just... Paint. That would create a whole industry of people. Right, like, and that's what it was. It I'm was guys purchase. in trucks with I'm big machine guns, you know, taking a whole neighborhoods because... Yeah. The they just take out a Craigslist yeah, ad right? and somebody yeah. gave them a call and said, like, sure. Yeah, yeah Just do I'll a drive-by over here. Um, and, and I haven't seen the third one. I think it's just coming out. <laughs> it might already be out by the time you hear this. Oh, so. I thought they were just coming out with a second one. See, we're being sponsored by The Purge. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like we should call it... We'd the have more details if we were being sponsored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Purge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, and We wouldn't be saying that the first one was shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Although that doesn't make a dent in films no. like yeah, success no. and failure anymore. It's, it's a cult it's classic. You know, it's it's okay, but... You literally yeah, cannot do anything anymore to stop or to start anything anymore. Yeah. If yeah, a little you, controversy is actually good. But even like you'll get all the best people behind it going like, this is a great movie. No one gives a shit. Yeah. And then uh, I was reading just yesterday the number one historic record-breaking most watched film on Netflix of all time is Ridiculous Six by yeah. motherfucking yeah, but Adam Sandler. They Netflix that made that. So you wonder if their numbers are biased. No. like no, man, they, a, It shattered all records. This and I watched this piece of crap, and it was not even like, it was not even like, it was just terrible. Yeah. It was so bad. It's an Adam it, Sandler movie. It had no redeeming quality. I think the best thing about this thing, I don't even want to call it a movie, this like elongated sketch, uh, was uh, Taylor Lautner of all things. He was literally the least offensive thing in this movie. It was. That's the guy from Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the shirtless, shirtless werewolf guy. Werewolf or something. guy, yeah. The the guy looks funny, um, and he went full retard in this, right? He literally went full retard in it, but he was like almost funny compared to everything else that was. Mm. I wouldn't even say it was offensive because they they tried to do that whole thing where it's like, oh, it's offensive to Native Americans. It as it wasn't even that smart. Mm. It was just yeah. it was literally it was like these are the movies that Adam Sandler used to make fun of. That he would do in his old age. Right. In fact, didn't he do a movie where he's like a yeah, yeah, like an over the hill comedian, and yeah, he's just was, doing uh, these the one where he had cancer, and he has these like posters yeah. of terrible yeah. films yeah. that he's Which done. He, he's basically made. He was making fun of himself in that movie, though. So right, but I guess it. I guess he's sense. laughing all the way to the bank, or whatever. He doesn't care. I don't think. I think Adam Sandler stopped caring. I mean, he. The only reason he makes films now is so he can take vacations, which Pretty is much. why he makes so many films in Hawaii. Right. Because he can just ship Growing his whole family. Himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? He, he has his like, whole oh. setup. He always has his buddies with him. Yeah. Or whatever. But that. Not, that's neither here nor there. I'm just like, how wrong? How can I be so wrong? How can my taste be so off? I know exactly why. Okay. Because this movie's not for you. I clearly like at all, but I talk to people it's and they don't like not, it either. Yeah, but you're talking to people in North America. Okay. The thing is, Netflix has now gone global. Right. Right. And Adam Sandler kills overseas. Really? Yeah. 
that's the thing I was reading up on it and that's why this makes no sense to us because to us it's a horrible horrible movie and I've I've actually heard some people say it was a good movie but I don't know I immediately unfriended those people unfriended them in real life but that's that's the effect of Netflix going global is that now you're we're not the audience like Indonesia right? the sides or China, China is yeah. huge yeah. man and even in the box office like the there's China is yeah. enormous yeah that, that like, makes sense like I didn't movies, know like Netflix. Iron Man where they made like yeah. the special scenes and sure 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 now it used to be like whether we liked the movie whether our demographic liked the movie that right. was success or failure it's not anymore it's this whole global market that likes Adam Sandler and that's a perfect example of how Netflix is becoming like not about us at all at all yeah we're not we have nothing to do with with uh, but then again they will they will put things on Netflix sometimes that I'm like they these these cherished golden memory things from my childhood right. that they'll just plop up there and I'm like oh my god really you guys really like everyone forgot this show for sure and you guys and found they, it yeah and you put it on this is amazing I was watching uh, this week um, uh, Shaka Zulu which yeah. most people don't remember. I just I remember watching me. it as a kid, yeah. dude. Watch Shaka Zulu. Really? It's the craziest fucking series. It's from like 1986. Is it about Shaq? No, Shaka Zulu is about basically should, should the about equivalent of like <laughs> the gr- probably the most or one of the mo- the greatest leader military leaders and kings in the Zulu <laughs> nation, uh, who came around the 19th century and essentially conquered like uh eastern africa and like just what is it a cartoon no it's a tv show it's like about a mini series about the oh okay like, okay so it's a mini series okay, yeah it's okay, a mini series okay. and there's a, a bunch of it's a it's a it was a british uh i think south african uh co-production yeah uh, which didn't exist yeah and the production values are like ridiculous like there's legit 5,000 Zulu warriors yeah, with so shields like, and feathers yeah. on like a field hmm. with spears and shit. And it's about how like England had to reckon with this guy who was just sweeping over Africa and dominating everything. And they they had to sort of negotiate with him and try to s- sort of supplant him somehow because his rule was like unstoppable, right? And the guy that plays Shaka Zulu is this like, you'll never see an actor like this again. He's physically just facially he's like unique the only movie you might have seen him in is uh the ghost in the darkness yeah that was a good movie he's that lion hunting guy with okay. the hands he's like you know i killed a lion with my hands he's like this thin wiry dude uh my what's his name something saray henry saray or something like okay. that his name okay. is but yeah so for that netflix is really cool like they'll just put on because well, they'll probably shit. buy I, I think the way netflix works is what they buy like limited releases or something they buy like really limited rights to certain films yeah mm-hmm. and then they'll just make oodles of money off of them exactly and they just don't they, they probably paid yeah. like they yeah could, they probably they paid, paid like, like 25 bucks peanuts. and then they're gonna you know make whatever netflix they don't really release any of that information yeah and it's like it's all analytics yeah and uh i can see like uh african-american <laughs> yeah uh, demographic yeah, really sure. getting for into sure. that show because hmm. probably one of the first shows that featured like a, a lead a black lead well, and especially the way netflix does their kind of like recommendations i mean sometimes the recommendations are off but sometimes they're spot <laughs> sometimes on they're crazy. right <laughs> sometimes yeah. you watch one movie and 
you know, the next the movie they movie, recommend like, is exactly the like, movie. Like, oh, you, you like the Powerpuff watch. Girls. Yeah. You will love Shaka Zulu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. no. You're like, wait. I, or it's an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> just because. Just because. Seven Adam Sandler films. Or maybe in a row. Netflix knows you better than you know yourself. Right. And you're like, how dare you suggest this film because of the film I. Yeah. Netflix right, is never wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, a sentient it. being. It's like Minority Report, right? It knows. <laughs> Knows your decisions before you even it's know. It's the first them. AI. Imagine, <laughs> damn it, Netflix! You knew it. You knew it. Imagine if that's <laughs> where right. all of these science fiction um, <clears throat> scenarios with singularity is always like the military yeah, take industrial the complex goes live or some supercomputer. But what if it's Netflix? What yeah. if it's uh, or Hulu? It goes yeah. becomes self-aware. <laughs> self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix is self-aware. They would. They would literally know more about us than than any data collection computer yeah. because mm-hmm. someone wants to run for president. Oh, yeah. you remember that time you streamed ridiculous six seventeen yeah. times? <laughs> Guess yeah. who's not becoming president anymore? Net- Netflix knows which movies you actually like as opposed to the ones that you say that you like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you th- can you imagine if they were? A- I don't know if someone's done research on this, but if you could actually like influence the movements of the population mm-hmm. in a city or in a country by running things at certain times, right? Like if there's a scandal, mm-hmm. let's say, going on, there's some kickbacks going on, there's some kind of scandal at the city hall. Yeah, it would uh, have to be like TV because it would have to be scheduled times. Yeah, right? but what yeah. if you just like you drop like another season of game of thrones or mm, whatever yeah mm-hmm. over it or you run it again the military needs everyone off the streets because they're testing some sort of plane so they release <laughs> like you know maybe not that clear cut but i wonder <laughs> as a pacifying tool i can certainly see how yeah. it might yeah. be effective that the government gets criticized and they just like push 24 for a little while you know yeah <laughs> well kind of the way that the media will suddenly find like they'll ignore uh they'll ignore like black people getting blown away in the u.s for like a solid three months hmm. and then suddenly six guys are dead and suddenly there's people yeah. bleeding all over tv and you're like what the fuck's going on it's like armageddon yeah. it's like a and you're like feet. did it all did the cops behave did the bad cops behave really well for like three months or did they just run out of shit and now we're starting this or do they do they not control any of this anymore because of social media yeah the fact that you can record live on facebook is did you, watch? Scary now, Did you guys huh? see that? Did you guys see the footage? Yeah, I saw it. Of the dude? Dude, that's next dude. level, man. Speaking of the purge, like, yeah. this is the this is like the real deal. Yeah, man. Like, you watch a guy die. Both of them. Both of them. Both yeah. of the guys who I'm ashamed to say whose names I can't remember just right now. But, like, it's not even grainy video and some people screaming you literally see the fucking guy get executed. Yeah. And you want to not judge and you want to reserve, you know, and you want to say, we don't know the circumstances, but I, short of somebody holding like a baby or a person hostage and yelling, I'm going to fucking kill everybody. And then the cops gun him down. Like, I just don't understand what the justification is. And the fact that it's, it's all sitting there on your Facebook feed becomes very like, um, you're like oh next level level journalism like it's very yeah. like it's oh, unfiltered yeah right like no one has actually no one a can chance spin to it. censor this or but spin this the thing is like as far as that that's great right like like yeah. that's the oh, good yeah. side yeah. is that no one can sort of uh, uh, tone it down mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. but the what we lose in that 
exchange is that their moderators also provided a very valuable service yes which was to contextualize things journalistically yeah. and say yeah. okay yeah don't start breaking the windows and setting yeah. fire to everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Th- this horrible thing happened we're reporting live here's what we know please yeah. stay tuned you know stay indoors whatever but don't purge <laughs> yeah right but now it's just like you're like la di da di da playing candy crush boom some guy yeah. driving with his wife and his baby just got his fucking oh yeah now arm facebook blown off or whatever facebook live it actually is a notification now so it's literally like oh guess what this is happening transmitting live now. yeah it, it you know it's an interruption like it's not an interruption in a bad way but it's like a, a kick to so you're like nobody's senses. even circulating this to you yeah it just it suddenly just goes live there. and it's like you may want to know if someone's getting killed at this yeah. pati- particular yeah. second yeah that's uh i don't know man in the old days, it was it was, what it was Bono clapping every twelve seconds to represent someone dying in Africa. Do you remember when he did that oh, campaign? What a douche! Um, and now it's like now, oh, there! Every time someone dies, it's there. Like, I'm like, it's just a matter of time. Um, uh, okay, here we go. So in Minnesota, it was uh, Philando Castile or Castille, and in Baton Rouge, it was uh, Alton Sterling. Yeah. So Al- Alton Sterling is the guy um, who apparently he had gotten into an altercation with the guy selling the records, or was he? He's the, the one records? selling the okay, CDs. He was the one selling the CDs. And then they just like kind of he got into a heated. Yeah, the cops were called because I think uh, he was being a. He threatened someone with a gun. Or yeah, something. But even then, like by the time they blast him, he's on it. Yeah, he's down. on the ground. It's it's stupid. Terrible. ridiculous and yeah. they just start yelling gun gun and he had a gun in his pocket but it, it looked like fucking like the departed or something or the wire <laughs> mm. yeah. it was that kind of shady ass thing where they're yelling there and they're like gun gun uh you practically see the like it just it's so bizarre yeah. mm. and to see how scared the person filming it is yeah literally when the shoot the person's like oh fuck i'm like i'm, I'm well and that's going on? i that's thought it, i thought it was the cop that said oh fuck no, it was a person. Yeah. Uh, Shoot it. The person shooting. like uh, filming it. I think yeah. they, or maybe the cop. I don't know. But yeah. uh, the other one, Philando, he—that's the guy that was in the car with his wife, right? Yeah, yeah with the baby. Uh, but I think uh, I don't think they were married, but yeah. Well, with, with his girlfriend, with the kid, yeah. And, and he was—he had a carry. He had he had a, a carry permit or whatever. He had a permit for his gun. Yeah. He signaled. He wanted to show it the permit, he, or he told he told the the police officer that he had. Uh, that he was carrying and uh, i mean this is all after the fact while the video is running uh, apparently the cop had asked for the registration and he went to pull that out and he sh- shot him like a bunch of times like he just lost his temper or uh, i don't know i mean like the video comes on after bang bang and he's already shot. like yeah can you imagine the fucking trauma of that shit yeah no it's uh, heartbreaking yeah i don't know what to make of that man I don't know what the hell's going on in the U.S. with this uh, police brutality or police. And this shooting. was in Minnesota. That was in Minnesota. Yeah, I just I don't understand what to do with that. Like, uh, I understand that as Canadians, we're kind of isolated from that day-to-day violence. Yeah. Um, but I, I just look at it and I'm like, how do you, how do you change this? You know? Yeah. You can't get the guns off the streets. The cops that keep from what i understand getting off or well hillary will fix this oh that's right yeah hillary's gonna make it okay but the the cops keep (laughs) getting like 
you know, and it's like it's not as simple as people think it is. Yeah, it's much more complicated than people realize. But it's just there's so much emotion about behind it that you can't <clears throat> you can't even have a conversation about it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's scary. Yeah, and then like you have this other guy, this Jesse Williams guy, who who went on that rant on BET Awards. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that I I had nothing wrong with what he said. No, no, I know you kind of took uh, a bit of an adage to it, I guess. Yeah, I thought I didn't like I didn't like the whole thing. I felt it was really it didn't bother you. Tell me why. Uh, it it didn't it didn't. Um, I was okay with it. I I'm white and so i can look at it from a different kind of perspective i guess but it uh something he wanted to say you know and i don't have a problem with it yeah 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 sure i certainly have nothing i have no problem with him uh, i don't like him as an actor but i didn't have any problem with what he Honestly, said or I have how no he opinion said. of him as an actor i've Isn't never he, like on Grey's and yeah ne- like he just he never comes across as like a pretty boy but i have nothing you know whatever he is a very pretty boy I, he's gorgeous i mean yeah he's a um, very yes handsome half man. white also yeah, wow <laughs> and like like not just half white like his mom's norwegian yeah, or some yeah. shit yeah he's so, got the blue eye very yeah. striking yeah. blue yeah. eyes yeah. yeah so i don't know man to me this whole thing smacked of um like, to be fair, though, he did. It was it was a speech at what the the BET, BET awards. Th- that yeah. is precisely why I'm kind of yeah. I have oh, a bone okay. to pick with this thing. And he's uh, like uh, very active in the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. I would yeah. guess so. I would. Yeah. And that's fine. So. You know, uh, it's his business. He wants to be a. Uh, you know, celebrities have in the past and in the future. They have sort of lent their names or helped been active behind the scenes to you know better conditions for their people bruce lee was like a an activist for uh for for the for chinese people like the china Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he was very fiercely he was very proud of 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 his chinese heritage um but at the same time he was kind of trying to bring it into the world and 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 end Mm -hmm. the whole cold war yellow menace kind of thing but this guy like i just i just i saw him do his thing and i'm I couldn't help but think this guy it was just wants to be accepted so badly by the black community. Like he wants in like he he would have never had the the balls to make this speech anywhere else first of all. That's I, true. Which I find really sort of that's one strike against him. He would have never pulled this at a at a Grammys or mm. at a, a well, That's know. a bit of a know your audience thing too, right? Like sure. It, it was like a message for them like for yeah, him, it, like it for, for him his opp- people you know it makes like, him an opportunist you know it makes well, him an opportunist or makes him intelligent for knowing and his audience i don't know i thought he was fucking pandering the yeah. whole time he's just pandering yeah. and he didn't seem to know what what the hell he was talking about he was sort of weird, like flip flip flopping around for a while in the speech and then it's almost like like i'm legitimately believe that he was mad and i legitimately believe that he's passionate about these things but y- you just you just don't like don't mouth off at a at a fucking rap awards and say shit like this invention called whiteness or whatever with your with your mom sitting in like the front row like what are you doing and or if you're at least going to rant like be clear mm. he, at some point he was just literally just shooting off these weird like um it was a bit like, of like a spoken word kind yeah. of like it almost became like a Saul Williams fucking song or poem you know and i'm just like okay right. you're going to go there buddy you better be clear about what you're saying 
you don't you don't be ambiguous about this you got to decide is this about bringing attention to the fact that the the there's police violence and and kids are and people are getting shot and it's it's brutality which i think everyone's on board with Mm -hmm. changing that right but then suddenly it segues into like we're being we're we're still slaves we're we've got where our images are being taken away and we're being like discarded like like ripe fruit and they take they just were put us on like a costume I put think. us on like a costume and discard us and it suddenly became all of this like weird reverse Malcolm X stuff from back when he was still super mm-hmm. anti-white right he wasn't yeah. all about brotherhood of men yet and again I find that that's his opinion but mm-hmm. it just really smacked of this like halfer as speaking as a halfer myself right uh, it's it really came off as just this guy really trying to get in with with his black heritage and being like adopted fully in and yeah i mean you can make that point for sure i don't know i mean maybe whether or not you agree with what he's saying um i don't know i think a lot of celebrities do the same thing and it brings up the question like do you in this culture of celebrity worship if you are given that level of attention do you have a responsibility almost to use that celebrity in order to bring awareness to causes that you feel strongly about yeah. sort of thing and the second thing is I, I don't think that we can really fully understand uh, what that's like particularly being in Canada that like what the struggle is uh, in the in the states that's a whole other whole other world yeah fair so, enough so I mean it seemed to resonate very much with the room whether it was just you know very you know well designed for that audience but that that's he's communicating a sentiment that's obviously know, shared it's what shared is that sentiment <coughs> what is that sentiment is a, that, i don't know i don't even know what his message was it's like, like what the, was his message making blackness into a commodity yeah sort of thing yeah and using it for its purpose but then not giving the it, respect yeah, to the people it, it goes who's using blackness as a commodity white people like the president well, no. I mean, I think I think he's speaking more from an entertainment point of view than okay. anything really super political. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like uh, the whole, um, yeah, the commodification of black culture. Right. You know, being a white rapper, right? The using, whole appropriation, yeah, thing. appropriation, yeah, cultural appropriation. Um, and I think that was his biggest thing, somehow. Um, that's the thing is I thought but it wasn't it wasn't like, super clear was he, like had, super he was making up. a lot of points in a very short amount of time um, in a very poetic type of way yeah it's not uh, yeah. to your point it's not, I mean not he's an actor so yeah. I'm assuming that it was something that was fairly well rehearsed mm-hmm. he's not going to go on stage not knowing his shit um, I don't know man I don't yeah. know it felt like slam poetry or you know something of that nature but it felt it listen uh, maybe it's just you I'm got jaded. a standing ovation afterwards of course he did like, but so. that's what i mean it was it was is pure pandering right right he's a room the room full of guys with with uh, with with that kind of narrative they fully love that narrative they kind of sell that narrative of yeah. uh and it is a narrative that is by no means not warranted you know to a certain degree like i listen to a lot of hip-hop interviews and a lot of hip-hop uh podcasts and stuff and nine out of ten of these guys their stories are all the same Mm. right they they came from the streets it was murder every day on their block helicopters flying over their houses 
sometimes they were either being sold to or selling drugs to their own family members, right? Like come from, from, from surroundings and odds that we couldn't possibly imagine. So I honestly am not commenting on that. I'm not saying that I know what that's about. Hmm. No way that any of us know. I'm just looking at this guy and his speech, and I'm looking at it at face value here. And I'm thinking, okay, if this guy is an activist and he did see an opportunity here to raise awareness, he's getting a human humanitarian uh, award, which in theory to me, even though it's BET, like who cares? But he was getting an award that the idea is humanitarianism, right? It's, in the, it's You're supposed to be recognized. You're bringing people together or you're, you're, you're raising awareness or you're making, you're bringing some sort of positive to society, right? Right. And then this guy goes up and does this little like, uh, weird like uh, I don't know I didn't even what it, it was please love me I just all oh, that's all I could it like looked like a TED talk like he was it was like but he was receiving an award for the work that he's been doing with Black Lives Matter right? fair enough so he's continuing that the same thing for which he's winning the award right and he's doing it to a room full of black entertainment people and in the wake of all this brutality and stuff, I, like the core of his message that I understood, at least, and I could be completely wrong about this, yeah. but was, you know, blackness is important. Black people are important. They, you know, from an entertainment standpoint, they take all the stuff from our culture that they want, mm-hmm. and then they screw us over on the other side, you know? Like, we're not getting the, the respect. They're just kind of taking things from our culture that, that they want to that sure. serves their purpose from an entertainment standpoint but on the other side we have our black brothers and sisters getting killed in the streets and you yeah, know, fair not enough. getting the respect that's what I took from well, it see if he had, he had said it, if he had said what you just said I'd been like okay yeah I, I get I get what you're saying man but for him to like I don't know there was this there was this sort of like performance to it that I thought yeah. was kind of disingenuous or kind of very um which is universal in the Black Lives Matter movement, I think. Like they have a tendency towards like uh, theatrics and being very loud and stuff. But well, and that's their approach. That's the strategy. Is that they're just going to keep yelling and screaming until their message is heard. Mm-hmm. That that's, you know, well, like he started going into some stuff, and you know, maybe that's what it takes in order to get change to happen. But you know, he started saying like, you know, if you're not on board with what oh, I'm saying, part, like yeah. then. Sit the fuck down. You yeah, know, that it's whole time thing for us to weird. like. Okay, so did you have a problem thing. with that? I mean, I think you know that kind of controversial messaging is is a is a tactic, is a tactic. But I I you know fundamentally I think that in this political climate, there's a lot of identity politics, and it's basically if you're of this particular persuasion, then you're allowed to speak. And otherwise, you're not allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, that doesn't you know? sit right with me. It's it's the kind of reverse racism, reverse sexism. Like like there's like the whole. It's not exclusive to this particular movement. Right. You don't. You like, don't. You're not a woman. You can't talk about fe- women issues or whatever. You you don't get yeah. an, you gonna, you don't get a say. It's a political device to shut people up. Yeah. And you know maybe that's what's necessary in order to to create change in in the U.S. Because I mean this is a a huge thing and it's, sure you know it's continued to be a huge thing for a long time but and a lot of people feel this way so right. do you acknowledge that do you empower that or do you try to silence that i don't know man because there's a whole other dark side to this too is that that whole comment about like you should sit down was i think was meant for uh some other black entertainers 
who have been calling for like an end to this uh, like divisive oppositional like let's just blame the white man yeah. and the white man's trying to kill us and are trying to get a dialogue going and are trying to say we're all americans and we're like, like morgan tr- freeman's been very uh he's been pushing that. that yeah yeah and he's st- like what's all this black history month and stuff my history is this nation's history we're part of you yeah. we're we're part of this country why do we have to isolate and do this constantly separate yeah. yeah he's like i'm tired of hearing about this black history stuff i might be no, i'm Which paraphrasing is, obviously but. yeah well no but that's very that's actually basically what he said i my biggest problem with it is not the fact that people uh go to those extremes where it's like if you are not of this kind of political identity or uh, cultural identity or something then your uh, opinion doesn't matter I, I I get that to to a certain extent, but I I still think that there's a dialogue there that should still exist. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's on a a public platform or not, that's fine. But I still think that people should have opinions, and we should be allowed to talk about this. It's not yeah. like oh look, just sit down. That's enough for you. Well, the yeah, irony, right? Because I think essence that's essence of debating, your, right? Yeah, it's, it's a the debate. essence of, of discourse is that you can't say, "Well, if you don't agree with me, shut the fuck up." Yeah, you know? yeah. That that's, that's not helping anything, especially when you're a you're you're a middle class half black guy that grew up like like the worst thing that ever happened to you is somebody. Uh, like I, I read about this guy. Like he, he's, he's I know nothing about. He him, does not come from the streets or anything. Maybe his dad went through a struggle. Maybe that's why the fire burns in him so hot. Mm-hmm. Maybe his dad went through a world of shit, and he's kind of carrying the torch for his dad or his dad's struggles or whatever. But I'm like, here's the result of a biracial couple, and he is living proof that people can overcome right. this fundamental difference and find love and found a family. And he he got the chance to grow up outside of 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 those terrible conditions that are that we see a lot of African Americans in, and you got the mic, and this is the bullshit you're gonna spout like this half cooked activism beat poetry mixed in with a like all this like righteous indignation about like we're tired of this and we're t- what are you tired of? You're mm. a fucking pretty boy actor on a shitty soap opera. Uh, who could sit still and make money just by mugging it for the camera. And you you don't know any of these. You can slum it all you want in there. You can slum it all you want. You can walk the walk, march the Ferguson, and you can yell the slogans and maybe even believe it. But don't you see the hypocrisy of standing up there and telling people to sit down, telling other black people to sit down who do come from those those harsh realities? But he won that award for exactly that. For what? <clears throat> he continued the same philosophy that won him the award in the first place. Maybe. Right? So Maybe. I'd he's, have to he's, do more research. I'm, I'm sure, and I, I'm not sure, but I would expect that the message that he uh, communicated in his speech was similar to the message that he's been working to, to promote that got him the award in the first place. So I, I can kind of... Understand why he would continue the same messaging, you know, like he obviously believes very strongly in that in that cause as something very personal for him. Yeah, he won an award because of the work he's done up until that point, and he gets up there, and that's his moment to to shine and to bring even more awareness to that 
that same movement you know if if you had been in his place for something that you believed really strongly about yeah. and you'd been receiving award because of the work that you've done in that area would you not use that podium absolutely. in order to promote absolutely and i can regardless of the methodology or maybe the choice of words no, or the i can't fault him for that you're right i can't fault him for that but i mean i, can I think it would have been different if he had won say best supporting actor on right. Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and then to give that speech, I think that would have been Honestly, a little bit of a faux pas because that's equivalent to Marlon Brando, you know, demanding native lands getting given back in the middle of the Oscars. It's like, well, you're... That's yeah. actually cool. Yeah, right. But it was very like... <laughs> or Kanye West. Yeah, with, uh, right. With but I, Swift, I, think, like. I think for like a humanitarian award, that's part of the award. That's... Yeah. Yeah, you get to his, rent, sure, yeah. sure. But I guess I was just like, what? A, for, I guess maybe I'm more um, not upset. I'm not upset about this, but I'm more more like, why is this getting so much attention? Like, there are so many smarter people who, and more educated, and more well spoken, and more like this. This stuff is never going to end if we keep this adversity going. You know, now's the time more than ever to 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 fucking call for for people to be human beings rather than black white asian gay mm. whatever now's the time to like f say to people like this this shit we need to move past this we need to work together we need to bring uh, like we need to bring criminals to justice uh, you know whether they are policemen or whatever we need you know if we just go back to our trenches it's another it's going to be another hundred years of this yeah. You know, it's it a different ends. reality though but like in the states than it is here true you know like yeah <coughs> we but get more upset about people like the language that people speak hmm. rather than the color mm. of their skin you know yeah. like right. we don't really care we, we have don't have weird the same issues thing. here we have more like environmental issues and yeah. well it's you also the, the six months of winter that kind of pacify everyone so i think <laughs> yeah. that has something well to under the snowsuit we're all the same you can only march for two three months out of the year it keeps a place kind of together. We all wear the same Canada goose. <laughs> move up yeah. here, people. Move up here. Yeah. The winter will bring us together. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you... You, you got to huddle together to keep warm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. I feel like that's probably part of the reason Nordic nations tend to be less... less violent. Less because violent. we have to hug all the time in order yeah. to... No, we have to I mean, hug it out in order to survive. We just need to get back indoors <laughs> and we can't stay out there and fucking... And yeah. heat. Yeah. Heat makes I, people irritable. I'm so angry at riot, but it's uh, 40 below out there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, we talked about the fair weather uh, activists the other day. Oh, yes. You know? And like I said, like you said, I agree with you. I, I don't begrudge him the fact that he took the mic, you know. But mm. I just, I look at this dipshit and then I see a bunch of other people who've done similar things. Uh, right. Um, and just delivered such a much more, something we can work with. Not right. just a bunch of half-cooked sound half, half sound bites and outrage and... And ambiguous racial, like baiting or not baiting, but like right. antagonism. I can understand where you're coming from too. Like you want everybody to get along better, and here comes this guy with a very divisive kind of speech. Here comes a guy who had an opportunity to actually say, "Look at me. Black and white can coexist. It's possible." Right. Stop killing those fucking kids in the streets. Bring these policemen to justice. Uh, um, reward and 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 uplift the cops that do protect the community that are strong uplift them let's put them out in front let's get these good old boys motherfuckers out of the system now let's crack down on them hard uh because you guys love our music and you guys love our you know uh our entertainment but it seems like you don't love us 
because right. we're getting killed. Like you say something like that, that makes fucking sense. It makes sense, but it won't it won't get any action. Right? Like I think that the black li- the whole thing around Black Lives Matter from what I understand yeah. is that they're just trying to drive action through anger. Like this is the anger stage where we if you don't like almost holding now. things hostage, you know? Like if if you don't understand our anger then shit's gonna go bad right you know it's like borderline revolutionary you know possibly but i guess rather than this is not the guy can't we all just get along i mean that's like the message it sounds nice but and it would be like pleasing for everyone to hear like oh we're all getting along now but if that's not being felt on that side which seems to be like the discontent seems to be growing over time as opposed to dissipating Maybe, maybe He's it needs to bo- maybe it needs to boil over before it gets better. You know, like maybe, maybe it needs to get to that point. I, I don't know. I think maybe uh, I'd I'd like to work on finding a guest on the show who maybe is American or maybe has spent enough time there and just has like at least some sort of first hand knowledge about this stuff, mm-hmm. and see if you know any of the the stuff that I've said it makes sense. Right. I think we should put that on our our to do list because I. I think that yes, to a certain degree, we are completely out of our depth because we're, we don't live this reality. But in another way, we also have a kind of objectivity that nobody on the ground there can afford because right. there's just too much emotional. We're not really on the side. Yeah, I mean, we're clearly on the side of of people not getting shot in the face. Of by course, cops, yeah, right? we're on the side of like everybody get along, but like there seems to be uh, you know more of a black and white thing. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think there's anybody alive that's paying attention to this stuff that isn't for some sort of massive yeah. action to go and like weed out all of these 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 these. Yeah, you'd have cowboys. to be you'd have to be crazy. You'd have to be a psychopath to actually go. There isn't a problem. Yeah, and there's right. a fra- right? and the, the they're online, man. Like yeah. the that's the other problem is Which like is you crazy. can't call to reason. All this kind of Jesse Williams shit does to me is. It gets ignorant people on the Black Lives Matter side riled up even more and more shouty, um, and it mobilizes in one fell swoop all of the racists, and right. they come down like the fucking White Walkers uh, on on Twitter, you know, mm. and then like there's like the no 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 the N word this and N word that and N word the other thing and then there's like the the statistics racists which are right. which are to me much creepier than like the one that'll call you this and that the one that'll be like well actually the statistics show that more blacks kill blacks than blah 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 and they try to argue it from that angle mm-hmm. like I don't think like you said you'd have to be a sociopath not to realize that there's a huge fucking problem yeah. right but everyone's just getting polarized though grandstanding so it's like black lives matter versus trump supporters essentially you know just versus see, bernie sanders seeing people, a fucking you know, soap opera we should all just play soccer yeah and end it now yeah. see we black just lives matters should, <laughs> should play against trump and yeah. whoever wins gets the u.s yeah oh, jesus <laughs> i think I those think, are some real stakes there see that i think put my money on black behind. lives matter sure. those guys can play yeah well they have they have uh they have real reasons to win but i don't know man it's just like i guess the whole scene is what really gets me you know like the last thing i want to hear is some some bobblehead fucking actor telling me again like commenting on real life issues fuck you fuck yeah. you and your fucking humanitarian award and your fucking little 
pretty boy ass. And your perfect ass. <laughs> <laughs> and your chiseled abs. And your chiseled abs. <laughs> and, and your those blue, blue eyes. Your crystal blue eyes. <laughs> fuck you. No, no, but fuck this guy. There are scholars. There are, there are intelligent people. There are community leaders. Enough panning the camera to the yokels on e- or, or the celebrities. You know, this right. is Jesse Williams is basically the the half black Sean Penn now. Like he, that's what he's right. He's this guy who like did the conscious thing, like you said, and took his celebrity and and used it to try to affect change, but is like talking out of his ass to me anyway. In this particular mm-hmm. sense, I was like, I got a bad reading. I got a bad vibe from him. He's also yeah. not talking to you. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Well, he's talking to everybody, right? But. You well, know put that his, message out there. Messages. Well, his message to you is sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. Yeah. This, this is not a, yeah. This is not about you. You don't get to. You don't get to really right. weigh in on this. We're talking about us. No, now, and that's. He said, if you don't agree with this, then you should sit. Uh, sit the fuck. True. Down, yeah, right? that's right. right. Yeah. So, in all I mean, fairness, do, that agree. makes sense. You yeah. agree with what he's saying, maybe not the way he's saying it, but you agree with. For the most part, the rephrased part. version you were kind of down no, because it wasn't that. That's okay, the then you can shut sit the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, sit the I, fuck down. Well, I am <laughs> sitting the fuck down, and <laughs> this true, is my you're, podcast. <laughs> you're already sitting down. That's I am fine. already sitting let's down. Get, get on the floor, let's, Jason. Let's, let's get let's get uh, Jesse Williams on here. Yeah, seriously, I'm All sure. Right. Uh, I'm sure uh, he'll he'll come. Everyone on. tweet at Jesse Williams. I'm yeah. mad at the same time that I actually got wrapped up in the stupid distraction social media fucking clickbait because that's what this is. They, yeah, well. it's... The, the, that's all the news media does now is they just wait for somebody to say black or like white yeah. race yeah it's for someone to kind of step across social kind of yeah. bounds and then and they then know it'll light up social media yeah. like a and like there's napalm. two buttons there's a positive and there's a negative right and so right. if someone says something positive this button presses and all those people respond and right. negative so the, all these people respond it's not the origin of the sentiment but it's certainly driving like the the marketing of it yeah but then if we, if we go back to our earlier conversation about how the world is being clearly influenced um, by people who love the ridiculous six, you know, and then you're thinking, well, a message is only as powerful as the amount of people it reaches. You're like, ah, you're like, what a missed opportunity here, you know, mm-hmm. to, to like send out a message, not of unity and kumbaya and let's forget all the bad stuff. That's right. that's the other dream like deluded vision you'd be like, just as upset with a speech like that oh yeah like, like oh, hey guys we're just no, together everything's and, cool don't worry about it yeah well just yeah. through love because love is love and love will always conquer hate like fuck you but mm. th- that's that's the other uh, speech that every celebrity gives when they right. get political right so I don't care about that I'm just like don't shoot your mouth off man not in the political political climate not in with everything that's going on like don't just go and shoot off your mouth your stupid actor mouth you would have wanted him to be more real i think i would have liked him to actually say something that's that shows that the supposed intelligence and experience that he has Mm, some sincerity yeah and say look i'm really angry but i'm just not gonna go there i'm not gonna just jump on this bandwagon of of the white man trying to kill us there are white men killing us, but the fact is is that we need to deal with this systemic problem. This is a class issue. This is a race issue. Right. Like, like that would be like a that would be like a spitting in the face of everybody who voted him into that onto that podium. 
So you think he's up there because he's doing this antagonistic shit? I think so. I mean, from what I read, he's, he's very active with the Black Lives Matter stuff, right. and this is all very in keeping with with the message uh, of Black Lives Matter. And if he if he was brought to the podium based on on that kind of message, then and he then he were to, to get of, there, and then right. he would all of a sudden switch message and go off script and start saying like, "Yeah, I know it's bad, guys, but you know." Or if he other just would have said thank you for the award and stepped down, it would have been right. a miss. He would have gotten booed off the stage, you know. Like yeah. you have to at least you got to follow through with the whole Give thing. A little you bit know? of little the sugar. fact that they gave him that award means that there's people who agree with that that movement and are very you know. Yeah, I guess feel very strongly about it. I'll give him this much. The one part that I did think was funny was where they kept cutting to the crowd as he was putting down these sound bites. And then there's all these like jeweled up like rappers, rappers yeah. with their like thick chains in there, and they're just like waving, and they've got some t-shirt on, right? Underneath the fifty thousand dollar gold chain is a bad, like ten dollar printed t-shirt of one of the victims. Yeah, because like, I think it was year. the I think it was the, what the one year anniversary of Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin, yeah. yeah. So they're all like gang yeah. signing and showing their their whatever, and then something like two sentences later, he's like. You're you're basically all a bunch of slaves to this, like you're wearing these brands. You're letting them wear. You, you I mean, these are sentiments yeah. that rappers, yeah. other smarter MCs, have echoed before. Yeah, right. That we they've traded in this chain for that chain, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Anyway, like like you said, like none of us really have a like. I, I certainly hope I haven't offended anyone with my views, or or given anyone the the impression that I don't. I'm I'm not appalled because I am fucking appalled by what's going on in the US and clearly being calm and collected is not working and there's an action meter but I hesitate when I see people like what what is this message supposed to do is it supposed to make people go out in the street and and like a t- clash with police maybe I don't know maybe that's what needs to happen like you said it 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 just builds and builds and builds until it you know Gets to the point of revolution, and sometimes that's what's necessary, that's what's necessary in order necessary. for things to change. And maybe that's the case. I, 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 I don't know. Well, I don't it know enough about it. You know. You know. And it, what's interesting is like the the gun issue doesn't come up in this co- in this whole argument, right? Like no one's once again the because well, it's cops shooting, right? right? Most of these are cop related. It's yeah, they're not talking about like black on black violence and stuff. I mean, sure. that's a huge gap in it. You know, if but you look at this is still gun violence. This is still right, trigger right. happy uh, American gun violence. Because well, if you're talking about it, well, other police forces have guns in other countries, but they it's a last resort thing. They don't right. like go, hey, what are you doing over there? And start and like, start shooting, start shooting the second yeah. they see you. It's, right? it's crazy. It's this weird American. Uh, oh, I got to end this situation now before it escalates. So I'm going to shoot it. Right. Right. Or they're it's in fear bizarre. for their own lives. Yeah. They're not trained properly. They're not, I don't know if it's like... I feel like a lot of it is not I, proper I think training. it's that. I also think it's fear. It's, it's pure fear. fear. Yeah. It's pure or fear. Or it's like, I can't let this escalate, yeah, so we, I have to stop it now. We talked about that on right? that Charbel podcast, and yeah. people don't realize it's that... It's crazy. People get super uh, paralyzed. They don't know how to handle the like the adrenaline rush that they get in like exactly. situations. A general adrenaline rush will just completely mess you up you lose all of your fine motor skills they find like cops who would like get into this like panic mm, mode mm-hmm. they're trying to shoot somebody they didn't realize their safety is on and like they find them shot with broken fingers because 
like there's just on automatic navy seals like you need to go and prove in a stress situation that you can use your weapon like i think once a week or something if not they take you out of action because you watch out, yeah. yeah well i mean at least they you gotta sit on the sideline for a little bit until you can show yeah, that yeah. you can yeah. yeah so if you have you know some like a beer bellied cop who hasn't seen action ever yeah and he's because he's just he's, a beat cop with and, a gun yeah what? and then he's a, he's a, he's afraid of something like I mean, it seems like both of those situations that happened recently was, yeah. was situations yeah, wh- like that where the guy was like in fear for his life. One of them was like somebody yelled gun so and the he, gun was in yeah, the pocket yeah. and then he just freaked out and like shot. And the other one it happened off camera, but it seemed like there was a miscommunication where she said that, no, the cop says, uh, I told him not to take it out. And then she says, you told him to give you the, the registration, and that's what he was doing. What, what yeah. side of that was true, I don't know. Yeah. But there's this whole like, kind of confusion. And then like, as soon as like, the word, even the word gun, everyone just starts shooting. You know? yeah. So it's, I, you think it's, I think it's bad training. The, yeah, the, the, there's a video <clears throat> by like, a, one of the other officers, like a female officer. Yeah, I saw that. Did Super powerful. That? Yeah. that was fucking powerful. Yeah. She's a black lady, and she yeah. wears she wears the blue, and uh, yeah, just calling them out on bad bad police officers. Yeah, and there was another one. I don't know if you saw that. It was like a radio guy who was talking about you know the the blue line thing, like that camaraderie about cops and the, the brotherhood. They, yeah, they don't out each other and stuff, and like that's the problem. Like if and he was saying like he's a radio guy and if somebody else is doing a bad radio yeah. show then he would say like that's bad radio but like there's a code of, of silence. This, this is yeah, the code of silence in in yeah. with, with cops and they don't denounce their own and all this. Maybe that that needs to change. There's yeah. a whole bunch of problems. This idea too of of that this mentality that sets in with law enforcement where if they're in a hostile zone or mm. criminally active, right? They develop kind of this like, well, we're just keeping the the, the 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 savages at bay, you know? Right. Almost like they're just we gotta keep them at bay. Even if they're let's say in the ideal world there's not a single racist among them, they develop this mentality where yeah, they're it's like, us against them. It's us against this like mindless violence, mm. right? And then they get to see their buddies shot up day in, day out, and all kinds of horrible criminalities. Uh, and, and criminal acts and, and poverty and, and, and horrible because things. Because it becomes an us against them thing. Then one of them goes off, oh, bad training, stupid, uh, or just flat out racist cop who who has no love and just wants to like, he thinks he runs the, the show and then they just like all get painted with that brush mm. and then you, what do they do? They can't obviously go on the news and go like, I just want to let everyone, let everyone know that I love this community and I've been serving it for five years and that guy that shot was an idiot or that guy was a piece of shit. Everyone knows he's a piece of shit. He can't do that. It goes against human nature. We love to create teams. Yeah. Right? Like as soon as you're like on a team, you can't go against your team. Right. You know? So it's a bad deal. But uh, just, you know, just to put this out there, like I know this is meaningless and in the grand, great scheme, greater grand scheme of things, sorry. But uh, my my heart absolutely goes out to these people, man, that have been fucking shot down, even if they did something to provoke it. Like, I just don't know what you do to provoke a bullet in the face other than 
try to shoot someone else like short yeah. of that i don't understand how you merit a bullet in your face for a traffic stop anyway my heart goes out to those people same here uh, man. uh the people that the bomb in in turkey that nobody gave a shit about in the baghdad. airport uh the the bombing in in baghdad which is apparently the worst one ever it's the it's the worst bombing ever it's like 141 how many, how many people over around 200 people dead or something like a like just a sick sick fucking tragedy and so let's try not to get it let it all get to us and get you know yeah strange heavy dark times man too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal but that is a dangerous defeatist belief it leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control we need not accept that view our problems are man-made therefore they can be solved by man and man can be as big as he wants no problem of human destiny is beyond human beings man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again force awakens was kind of it was fun but it wasn't great right it annoyed me that they killed han solo because i felt that killing somebody like that in the first movie is just a stupid move really yeah like it was just a bad bad storytelling i don't I think know harrison ford was just done yeah, like, yeah but I'll, yet I'll he signed it, for the second one so what they're gonna have him in a flashback probably and which is uh, stupid because you should have just kept him until yeah, and kill him in the second one like with flashbacks it's not even really necessary i yeah. i honestly like we discussed this the other day but like i think i'm done seeing like he's doing another Indiana Jones. Yeah, I I'm a sucker for Indiana Jones. Like I will watch Indiana Jones until I'm blue in the face. I love for Indiana sure. Jones. Like I probably were the only people that actually liked the last one. Really? Yeah. The Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Like no. I I I liked no. it. I enjoyed that film. Really? Um, I didn't necessarily like what they did with the characters in it, but I enjoyed the film. I didn't like that they gave him, you know, he, he married Marion Ravenwood. nonsense. I didn't like the Shia LaBeouf as his son. I didn't like the aliens, but I enjoyed the film because mm. it was Indiana Jones. It's Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. Mm. Yeah, I guess. There's just something about it. I don't know. I guess. I think I hated it more once I heard what other people had to say about it, but I did have a kind of a reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah. But well, maybe I, I need to go back and, and watch it again. I just saw, like, I remember when they were hyping it, they showed a clip of it, and it was that ridiculous fight in the, in the jungle. In the jungle, on yeah, the yeah, 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 that was bad. And, like, Shia LaBeouf is, like, hanging swinging, off, like swinging off, yeah. off, like, vines, and then they, I got a shot of, like, Kate Blanchett in a weird wig and a stupid accent, and I'm just like, okay. Have you never seen it? Nope. Oh. I actually had no interest. La- la- to me, Last Crusade, and... Um, I, incidentally, I didn't like Temple of Doom. I mm. thought Temple of Doom was fucking weird. Temple of Doom. So, I grew up with uh, uh, um, Lost Crusade, Last Crusade. Yeah, um, that was one. That was like my Indiana Jones. It was years after that that mm. I would watch Go back the the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is the Penitent Man shall pass. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> I grew up with Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. That right. was my Indiana You've Jones. Chosen wisely. Um. And Temple of Doom was always that weird one that was like, okay, 
it's in there. It's a shit show. It's it's you know, Have and, you seen and it it's, it's bizarre because it, yeah yeah. It's I'll, a I'll shit watch show. Temple of Doom like the Kalima. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. I mean it's classic for that reason, but and it's got a couple of jo- Indiana Jones moments, but from its opening like musical act with uh, that's a musical in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the supporting characters are really annoying. And yeah, the little Asian kid. But it's supposed to be and, a prequel. Um, it's supposed to happen yeah, before. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom does not share his experience in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, really? Yeah, because in Raiders of the Lost Ark, he's like, you know, there's no such thing as magic. But yet he just saw somebody get his heart ripped out and it burn in fire, which was clearly magic. It just didn't make sense. Right? Mm. Like, it is... Doctor uh, Jones continuity. Yeah, it's just <laughs> bad continuity. But <laughs> yeah, and it was weird. It was just a weird movie. I love Indiana Jones. I have to go back and watch those movies. But like, I mean, even uh, even all the uh, the young Indiana Jones. That was good. You know, I remember those were that. great. Those See, that's the type great. of thing that would pop up on Netflix. And then there was like, a one episode where like Harrison Ford came in. Did he? But he had a beard. Uh huh. Right? Because he's I think not he, playing himself. He's playing his father. No, he's playing like an older because. The way the young Indiana Jones, I don't know if you remember it, yeah. but it's it's bookended by an old, like a really old Indiana Jones telling the story. And so he's like 100 years old and he's got a patch for some reason. So at oh, some point yeah, we yeah. know Indiana Jones loses an eye, oh, but really? we've never actually seen it happen. It was a good, it was good. Young Indiana Jones was a fun, was a fun little yeah, TV show. It was, uh, uh, it was good. And, and even I remember in the, I think it was in the Last Crusade that they actually did an alternate Young Indiana Jones with River Phoenix, right? Which right. was actually they could have just stayed in that yeah. timeline. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Um, and you could see his kind of early rebellious years or whatever. But instead, we're gonna get uh, yeah. Han Solo film. Which yeah, which I don't is, know how I feel about. I don't like that. Who? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, they're making that's a, fully a Han Solo a spinoff. Oh wow! They've cast a young guy to play a young young Harrison Ford. Which, I like hmm. the guy as an actor. Um, but I don't think he looks anything like Harrison Ford, which Zero. is weird. Mm. There's that too, but it's, there's always a weird creep factor when, when the original actor is still alive. Mm. I always find that bizarre when they cast some young person to play because the reason that character is an icon is because it was played by this person. Yeah, You could mm. say it's just a character, but it's not. Like Harrison Ford made mm. it Han Solo interesting. But Harrison Ford right now wouldn't be able to play a young Han, Han Solo. Right. Without some heavy, heavy CGI. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is, in <laughs> a way, which they could do, because they've done it, uh, they X-Men, did it with yeah. uh, X-Men and they did it yeah. with Civil Patrick War, Stewart. right? But yeah. they de-aged Robert Downey Jr. The, the, the reason right. I find it, it weird. It still looks weird, though. Yeah, well, it's, it's fake as shit. Yeah. But. What you're doing is you're essentially doing a reboot mm-hmm. with a young years of this character, and now you're casting a new actor who's going to play Harrison Ford playing this character. Right. Yeah. 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 Right? My to, right? my biggest problem with it is the the actor the cast is in his maybe late twenties, um, which Harrison Ford in A New Hope was in his maybe early thirties. Yeah. So like the age range is so close that they're not actually going to tell an interesting story. Like it's probably there's going right? to be explosions. And- they should have made him ten years old. And just mm. made it. No, uh, no. See, I you. I, no. I know that a no. lot of people would say that. <laughs> no, Phantom listen, Menace. Yeah, Phantom listen, Menace. Right, but Phantom Menace it was in bad hands because it was a movie for kids. And also, you can no have one cared a movie about 
Anakin Skywalker as a you 10-year-old. wouldn't want to see a ten year old. No, wait, listen, a ten year old with a full sized like Chewbacca. No, would be amazing because no. he'd be riding on his back shooting people. That would be amazing. No, it'd be Calvin and Hobbes. It's terrible. <laughs> and I know you're fucking with me now. No, I'm dead serious. Boy. That is the movie I want to see. I don't want to see a thirty year old Han Solo because I've I, seen that. You know, the only I would angle watch really. And Hobbes, uh, right, Solo. right. It, it's gonna become. <laughs> da- it's gonna come down to this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a ten-year-old <laughs> flying the Millennium Falcon would be amazing. No. Have you learned nothing from Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace was a six-year-old written by someone who ha- doesn't know how to direct or write. But no, but no, but nobody mm. cares. No, right. Pat Oswalt uh, settled this already with a very brilliant <laughs> bit where he goes back in time uh, to meet George Lucas before he writes the, the prequels. And he's like, oh, my God, you're making more? Yeah, that's totally like, oh, my God. So so he's like, do you, so you like this character? Yeah. Remember how cool he was? And he did all this stuff? Yeah. Well, we're not going to put any of that. We're just going to see him as a sad child. And, oh, do you like Boba Fett? Oh, yeah, I love Boba Fett. Yeah, okay. Oh, we got to see him shoot? No, no, you're just going to see him as a sad child. <laughs> see, but that was the thing. Aww. It would have been cool if a young Boba Fett would have done badass shit. Instead, he was like... What's this obsession with seeing kids murder people? No, that's not what I mean. I don't need kids <laughs> killing people. I need interesting on the backs of On the backs of Wookiees. I heard, you, I heard what yeah, you said. Yeah, with the bow. Like the oh. bowcaster? That would have been cool. Uh-huh. So like Master Blaster. Right. Master Bowcaster. Right. Master Bowcaster. That's the name of this episode. Han, it's it's, it's mad, mad, mad Han Solo. Max Mad Beyond Blaster. Thunderdome. Wookie Bla- Blaster. Wookie Town. I don't know. I'd, I'd write the shit out of that. Yeah, I know you would. And I know that you, I, I know you, Michael, I know you have a um, uh, propensity, <laughs> uh, an, an absolute adoration of ridiculous things. Fire and a hole, uh, but I cannot endorse that. There's enough tomfoolery out there already. <laughs> That's fine. But you know, history has proven us wrong before. Uh, Force Awakens was uh, mediocre. Was, it was, okay. was all right. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good for what it was. It could have been much worse. But that's kind of where we're at now. It's just like uh, I don't know. Where do you feel it all going? Like clearly, the series thing. Do you want to? Do you want to hear my prediction for yeah. for Star Wars? So they are going to make. A official episode every second year, right? Because that's kind of what they're doing. Every two, two, two yeah. years, they pop And they're going to make a spin-off every other year. Marvel style. And they've already admitted that they're going to do it until the horse dies. Like, right. literally, they're going to make Star Wars films until your great-grandchildren are watching Star Wars films. And there will be episode, you know, 27. And I think that it'll end with... The final episode, so say episode 900, <laughs> will take place in our time with a young boy growing up in the suburbs, finding a lightsaber, and reawakening the Force. And it'll basically be like the uh, Masters of the Universe, because you'll have Jedi coming to our world. Because technically, it's in the past. So if they keep progressing the timeline... They'll catch up to our timeline. They'll catch up to our timeline, and you'll have Jedi running around in our world. All right. Well, I guess we know who's going to write this interesting film. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Think yeah. About it. I'm thinking about it right now. Thinking about it. Don't like it. You have a 10-year-old kid <laughs> on the back a of Wookie a Wookiee in a, in a Subaru. Master, blow, bo, master Bowcaster. In a yes. Subaru. 
Yeah, this is what Will Sasso incidentally likes to do with his friends <laughs> in this 10-minute podcast is to just invent films uh, and to just throw together things. Um, uh, Encroachment was one of my favorites. I urge you to check out the 10-minute yeah. podcast, by the way. Not that they're endorsing us, but uh, this is what we've yet. done. Not we've, yet. Not yet, no. We've organically come up with uh, what, it, what appears to be a... a it's going to be number 900, you say? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're going to have to sort of... Do like that movie with? I mean, the, you're gonna be dead by the time you this have comes to bury. out. It's a time capsule yeah, movie. This is the movie that uh, who made that? Uh, who made that year? movie that, that no years? one's gonna watch? Yeah, yeah the uh, Malkovich. No. Yeah, was I think Malkovich? it was Malkovich. A bunch of those guys. I honestly think they didn't make a movie. I, they probably just <laughs> smoked a lot of pot, filmed something for an hour, and then buried it and said, "Oh yeah, you're gonna watch this in an hour." Well, it was part of a marketing campaign for like <laughs> for some kind of liquor. I so. bet there's nothing in that movie. It's literally uh, John could, Malkovich know, getting yeah. high. Most, of, most importantly, who cares? Who really cares? <sighs> you know this 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 sort of it's a great it's a great ad. It's a gimmick. It's a great gimmick. But I mean, at the same time, th- prior to the internet, this was really interesting. You know, prior to right. the internet, uh, this would have been like oh, time capsules. But the whole time capsule thing is kind of dead in the water with the internet. Yeah. You know, unless it all goes horribly wrong. When Netflix becomes self-aware. <laughs> yeah, unless there's like a sudden, a couple sudden nuclear bombs that will destroy civilizations, yeah. time capsules are irrelevant. Because we already have BuzzFeed to remind us what happened in 1999, right? Thank so. you, BuzzFeed. But you need to click through like <laughs> yeah. 20 pages of ad-filled pages yeah. to yeah. get even... Yeah. I really, I really need to be reminded of snap bracelets. <laughs> Can you imagine what it must be like to work for fucking BuzzFeed? Oh, I bet it's amazing. Really? Yeah, because I get you. I bet you get paid at least, you know, enough. But all you got to do is just rehash. But just that environment must well, be like. Here's some things that only people that grew up in the 90s yeah, will understand. Yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're five. Exclusive. Check out number nine. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> won't believe number eight. Five top ten lists you have to you have to read. Has anyone done that yet? Yeah. <laughs> the top ten. No, top we should 10 do that. Lists. Yeah, we're on top. TM of trademarked by <laughs> Fire on the Whole Podcast. You're listening, you listening to top ten, top ten of the top ten. That's yeah. legally binding. No one can do that. <laughs> no podcast, can, yeah, podcast. It's, it's it's you know it's an official document, right? <laughs> yeah, That's right. this is this is entered into the uh, Library of Congress, right? The do public you? record. Yeah. yeah, I mean permanent uh, file. Oh, uh, here's a speaking <laughs> of BuzzFeed. Uh, I'm guessing you've heard this stuff that's been going on about uh, Louis C.K. How he's apparently on the verge of being outed as some sort of Cosby-like pervert or. Yeah, we talked about it. In the last I've heard podcast. about that yeah. for years. Yeah. Though. Is that happening? I've heard about that for years. Am I? Bl- am I bl- I'm blanking out now. I don't remember discussing this. No, we talked about it with uh, with John. Oh right, okay. Yeah, uh, and it's weird. It's a weird thing. But I just saw a thing like an update on that where like uh, oh yeah, uh, what's her name? Roseanne Barr is like really hell bent on. Yeah, she's on. leading the charge. It seems like. Yeah, what's that about? Like, do you have any idea? I don't know. And Louis C.K. is like weirdly like. Going, he's not saying no. He's saying if you. Well, I think his his point of view is that like if you acknowledge these things, like there's just like so much stuff that comes with fame that you just can't put your energy into negativity, and he's just gonna do his thing, and his personal life's his personal life, and people might try to, I don't know, blame him for things and p- piggyback off of his success in order to, you know, in the outrage political climate that we have right now right but, i mean it was the same thing with the cosby thing that's how that's how that came out right yeah somebody else outing it and 
Yeah, so I what, don't know. Hannibal Buress, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're, we're kind like, of... It was a huge thing in his career. Yeah. yeah. Like, that he was like, him, nobody knew who he was, and now... Yeah. He's got like how many Netflix specials and yeah. he's global and stuff. Yeah, there's like so. six six specials or something on Netflix. Yeah. And none of them very good. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. So I don't know about that, but uh, I just I think there was a joke about that in the uh, the roast of Justin Bieber as well. It's like I don't know much, very much about this guy, but I hope he doesn't know very much about me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like Justin's like uh, speech at the end. Okay. It's like, I don't know who this Hannibal Buress guy is, but I hope he doesn't know anything about hope me. Hope he doesn't know any shit about me. <laughs> That's going to go bad. Uh, he should roast uh, Bill Cosby. That would be a good one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oof. Oh, just, I just can't. Bury that the, that, that bury can't the, happen. Bury their horse. And then they have to do that without him because you'll have yeah, a seizure yeah. right there. Well, they can uh, wait till he dies and then they can bring his. He was just going to fake his death. He's, you know, he's going to fake his death and move he's out to an island. Move to like. To like Mauritania, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And under an assumed name, and right. sh- just herd sheep or goats or whatever. You'll just move to like David Copperfield's Island or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just needs to get the fuck and out of bathe Dutch. in the Fountain of Youth, <laughs> <laughs> and come back as Hannibal Buress. <laughs> no. Oh, oh shit. See, that's also going to be in Star Wars Episode Nine Hundred. Reincarnation. Right. Yeah, reincarnation. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just uh, the celebrity stuff. It, it's like such a mishmash now. You get one part. Soccer scores, one part. ISIS bombings, one part. Uh, who's got butt implants? And it's all sort of mushed together into one. Well, that's the internet for you. What's one communication now? It's one signal. Hmm. There's no like, well, I'm going to click on the stupid section and I'm going to read the oddly enough news. But you can kind of curate it, right? You go, well, I'm not in the mood to really hear about all the terrible things, so I'm going to stick on the safer side. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Do, you, do you unfollow friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I unfollow people if I, um, like, just don't know who they are really and don't care to. Like, right. if it was somebody like a mutual friend or whatever that I just met. You keep getting pictures of their paintball yeah, games. Yeah, I'm, I'm so bored of that. And so I just unfollow them. It's such a weird thing. Um, you're like, you aren't following, but you're not unfriending. It's yeah, because like I, don't, I don't care enough to unfriend them. I think, like, unfriending <laughs> is, like, that weird passive-aggressive, like... You're no longer in my life because you annoy me. But unfollowing is just like I, yeah. I secretly I don't just want to hear your bullshit. Yeah, I, do, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> right? Yeah. I really Unfollow. Care. Unfriending makes it seem like I care enough. Unfollowing yeah. is me being super apathetic about it. Just being yeah. like, well, whatever. The only difference between unfriending and unfollowing is that if you unfriend, then they can't see your shit anymore. Have you ever been? Right, have you ever unfriended somebody repeatedly, and then keep getting friend invites back? Yeah. Like from them, and you're like unfollowed or unfriended. So like I've unfriended somebody. Yes. Then like six months later, they'll friend me. Oh yeah. And I go okay, fine. And then after a while, I unfriend them, and then they like <laughs> friend me again. And I was like, why are you doing this? What are you not understanding? I'm what aren't like? Yeah. You're missing something here. Have you ever unfollowed someone out of jealousy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've done Let's that. Let's ask all the real questions. I've, I've done that. Have you really? Oh yeah, I was yeah. fucking around. You really? You, okay. I've done that. I've done like um. I mean, I'm I'm in I'm in movies. The right. minute I see somebody that I don't like who's more successful than me, and I think that they're undeserved of that kind of uh, attention really? or something, I'll go ah whatever. Well, that's very honest of you to admit yeah. that. No. Uh, I'm, I'm. Who is that person? No, <laughs> I have. We'll have him on here, and then. <laughs> I have unfollowed people because they were connected to people that I really did not, yeah, um, didn't like, 
And so I didn't necessarily have a problem with that individual, but that person loves this other fucking yeah. dude that yeah. I can't stand. And so I was just like, you know what? I just, you know, that's over there. Or um, it depends also on how some people share, you know? Yeah. A lot of people just share personal stuff. And then, like, sometimes you don't want to, you know, read their political commentary. That's terrible. That's, that's, if you start having like really like heavy political commentary that that i find offensive and it takes a lot for me to actually find things offensive what's an example um there was one uh, individual who i unfollowed and what was his thing i knew him vaguely i think i met him like at a party once and he was something or i don't remember i i like met him for 10 minutes and i add people when i'm drunk because that's what i do um <laughs> even his, after his, they have unfriended yeah you. yeah and so and his <laughs> just his, wait a month his ah. comment was his that comment was um i'm going through a a white straight male cleanse so yeah. if you're white or straight don't talk to me for six months Goodbye. or something and Goodbye. it was it was literally like Goodbye. Okay, so like that is an unfollow. Who says? Was, like, who says things? Well, that's like what that. it didn't. It didn't make any sense to me because I was like, "This is a person over twenty? Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Probably yes. Okay. Like barely over twenty, but it was, just seems so like of white, not white. Um. Somebody yeah. Not not white. A non-white person. But it was okay. just very like that's just weird. They're phasing out white and straight people from yeah the yeah specifically white straight men. Because uh, okay, well, something. they clearly succeeded. Well, yeah, well, and that's what I was like. Okay, that's fine. I don't need this. I'm out. I'm wish granted. <laughs> <laughs> this is your lucky day. Um, you know, I got nothing against that. If you want that, that's fine. But it just just passive aggressive. Yeah, it was just was weird. It was like, how am I supposed to take that as a white straight male? Yeah. Right. Like, and if you were to reverse that with any other category, yeah. would that be acceptable? No. 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 Right. I'm going through a gay Lithuanian <laughs> phase, purge phase. Yeah. If you're Lithuanian, if you're Lithuanian gay, gay, I'm just really not. If I you're don't, Greek, just don't man. talk to me for a month. <laughs> I like yeah. your food, but guys, <laughs> the the absolute self-importance of even stating that. Yeah. Never mind thinking that up, but or whatever they read it from, but to actually put that out there as a uh, like attention all shoppers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to it assume was, that that's okay and that people will care and that they're i mean i clearly cared enough you. to unfollow but at the same time i didn't know the guy so is this a, like, was this a popular guy did he seem like he was a popular i don't know dude? i don't know this is like i said it was somebody i met once <laughs> yeah but you can usually tell by the profile really quickly if the person's uh, i when i saw it on my timeline i had to think about who this person was and where i met them and then I go, oh, it was that person. Okay, I'm going to unfollow right. this person. Because it was actually nobody that I cared to associate with. What about those people who are like, put some like vaguely sad update? Yeah. Like, yeah, like all, unhappy face yeah, or something. Yeah, and then yeah. wait for people to go like, Worst what's wrong? day ever. What's wrong? Okay. Tell, tell me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You'll never understand. Yeah. Sympathy fishing. Uh, yeah, yeah, with no there's details. A, there's a word like, for that. I don't remember what it was. Sometimes everything you do just fails. Yeah. Puppy. Jason, I, tell me. Tell me what happened. Honey, sweetie, honey bunch. Yeah. I love... My Heart, mom's not on Facebook. And happy. And my mom's not on Facebook, but I love when you get like those like 
comments from somebody and you'll get that one person that's clearly the person's their mom, mom being yeah, like oh i support you honey and then they'll sign it <laughs> love mom or something mom. it's great they'll put their phone number like i wish it. my mom was on facebook my mom does it's that great. sometimes oh yeah they sign it like a letter yeah they're like it's love mom like, love love gg <laughs> like yeah. you can see who you are like the, yeah. your name's right there yeah. you know? classic move uh, this uh, isn't a telegraph you don't need to yeah. classic move from my mom how are you stop dear michael <laughs> stop i hope this finds you well greetings <laughs> <laughs> I hope you spice you well. Yeah, my mom will do the classic. Uh, I'll post a gag picture of me like wearing a a cardboard mask or goofing around somewhere, and then people were like, "Aha, that's funny," or they're like, "Oh, that's crazy." And then my mom was like, "Why do you hide that beautiful face?" <laughs> Your, Your mom's the best. Why do you hide that beautiful face <laughs> of yours, my baby? I made that baby. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like risking the point. But why? But why? <laughs> mom, you're embarrassing me. What is a MILF? No, mom, mom, go away. No. Shout out to Anna. Shout out to Anna. Yeah, no. You haven't had Anna on here yet, have you? Sorry? You haven't had Anna on here no. yet. No. No, I don't know what that would be okay. like. Okay. <laughs> it would be Ratings some, through the roof, Jason. Ratings, ratings through the roof. Well, yeah. I feel like Anna, I'm, you're you're welcome to come <laughs> anytime you want. She's at least partially responsible for some of uh, some of my uh, game as it were because she's no uh, she's no, you know, pushover either. Uh, she's got game, but uh, she's a uh, yeah, volatile. <laughs> Although my mom has sick stories. Sure. You know, I had I she could tell you about, you know, being a woman going to get a doctorate at the age of 25 in the communist bloc in the in the 70s and 80s um, or in the 70s rather the late 70s <clears throat> and like marrying an Egyptian man <laughs> you know in in like pearly white Christian Europe uh, shacking up with a with an Egyptian guy you know and having a half Egyptian baby and like oh my mom half would have have crazy stories but uh, maybe we should do that maybe we should have a mom cast at some point <laughs> that'd be great get all the matrons on your mom's the best your mom too man yeah your mom's a riot those two are uh peas in the pod. The you guys can take the day off just have uh yeah they can just take Richard's over the mom. podcast yeah. yeah what button is this what button is this <laughs> where's the microphone just let me do it. it's fine <laughs> go get go get me a glass of water <laughs> certainly my mother has a new york accent give me a glass can, of water can i get some water please give me, give me a cup water. of coffee <laughs> no but it's uh it's uh it's fucking weird man how like social media like we're still on this stuff it doesn't it doesn't it's not going away but I'm it's like, evolving but it's not going away like it's i log on to facebook i'm like what is this place fuck this place it's meaningless but then then again we still end up posting stuff to it and we still end up um uh communicating with it as if it were some sort of important tool right like we check in daily <coughs> and we, we like i don't know about about that um um sort of yeah, I guess, I guess there's a little bit of that, you know, if someone is, it's not maybe out of jealousy, but, you know, if somebody's just constantly posting, like, success yeah. updates, yeah. like, the couple of first times, third time, yeah. fourth time, you're like, okay, dude, good for you, or good for you, girl, or whatever, but at some point, you're like, okay, th- this is a little bit, you, you clearly want us to know who you are. I mean, like, you I, want validation. I'm guilty of that. Because I I uh, am pretty present in social media, um, so I'm always worried that I'm gonna piss somebody off, or you know, like somebody's gonna. Yeah, but you're you're just promoting your yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that's you're, what they're doing too, right? Yeah, but I'm talking more like the the like taking the picture 
about to go into the big job interview uh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. taking the picture like I'm hanging out with you know yeah. Javier Bardem yeah or, yeah. or uh, yeah I met Javier Bardem today and you're like you know just well, I mean like that's even fine but yeah. like if every day is like uh, blessings and if you believe all oh, the, the yeah. inspirationals oh yeah 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 like I, I know a couple of people like that and it's you're, just really annoying it's the best really like you're not like finally made it as an actor it's like no you're an extra on a French TV show <laughs> yeah. just relax. relax relax like good for you good. I'm proud of you yeah but keep going you gotta keep you, work work on it yeah or the like, humble brag the humble brags is that what it's called the humble brag humble no, brags are like I couldn't have done this with you know it's kind of like being humble but bragging at the same time mm. so it's you got your own trailer and here's here's like the whole spread that you have sort of thing you're like oh i'm so happy to be here yeah Yeah, i'm just so happy i mean i'm so privileged to be working with steven spielberg so blessed i never forget where i came from you know just like yeah Yeah. or like uh oh they forgot my i don't like green m&ms in my rider or whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, just i guess i gotta eat those green m&ms yeah. Oh man. Or the best. I guess this is a. Uh, uh, I don't know what to call it. Uh, complaint, but also like a brag bragging complaint. Like man, you know, uh, laid over for five hours in on my in trip av- to the on Caribbean. My trip to yeah, the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit of the same thing. Man, checking in into this hotel has been a. You know, yeah, yeah. they. Oh, Tesla. You know, is not all cracked up to be, and like <laughs> it, ha- it handles well. But man, you know, I think about the environment. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Unfollow. I still like you. I'll hang out with you. Yeah. But yeah. This kind of. Yeah. I wish you could do like periodic unfollows of like this is going to be a six month unfollow a purge you know <laughs> the purge. and then uh, we'll address this relationship uh, after six months facebook that's purge. it that's what we need a we facebook need purge like a, a timeout <laughs> a timeout uh, not in yeah facebook, yeah on the internet <laughs> yeah internet timeouts. an internet purge where we, for for 12 hours we can do whatever that we want say whatever we want <laughs> and it cannot be held and against just us race afterwards so. yeah 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 just go ballistic um and just uh like hamstring just take down <laughs> i could just go after people although that's kind of already the internet social media is kind of on a already like a permanent purge yeah i think so <laughs> for sure <laughs> like these hostile hostile take they just go after people it's crazy man yeah the how Bullies. the rage the, the the rage is so uh palpable like for the mind most like these people losing their shit over jesse williams speech like i don't i don't get it like what's all <laughs> the do you yeah, ever, what's up with that? Do you just ever think he has perfect lips? <laughs> Sorry, those, those beautiful blue eyes can those never beautiful. lie. You know, fuck those eyes. Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry, what were you, what were you saying? No, I, um, do you ever think so? Like anonymous, right? Like the hacker group. Right. I still can't decide if they're real or not. So, if they're really as like all powerful as they kind of claim to be, shouldn't they be doing more like shit just for the sake of doing shit? Yeah. Do they have like a, a special like agreement that like three strikes, then we hack you, mm. right? We're, like we're only gonna hack you if the media, if the news cycle yeah. is on you. Like if, if if in reality, if nothing, if 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 kind of media teaches me anything is that nothing can actually ever be deleted off the internet. Right. So Hillary Clinton deletes thirty thousand emails. Shouldn't they? Be able to find. 30, They're on 000. WikiLeaks now. Apparently. Are they all yeah. of them? They okay. just they just made it to WikiLeaks. But now. like, shouldn't they just 
be just hacking everybody that is like consistently yeah. you know they're very select over i mean now i'm gonna get hacked because i'm gonna piss him off yeah i feel like yeah. richard's the expert if in this anonymous uh, is listening you should all hack michael <sighs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry michael or just unfollow him for a long yeah yeah exactly. six months at least <laughs> i uh i'm gonna be very honest i don't believe they exist I, I know this sounds like kind of kooky to say that, but I feel like the whole thing is a epic prank, and that there might be a couple of hackers behind it. But it's not. I don't feel like it's any kind of. I think it's like an epic. I've heard. Epic Holy shit! Our site just went down. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard them do like interviews on other podcasts, uh-huh. and it's like one guy with one of those like voice, uh, like computer voices. Modulator. No, it's not even. It's like a computer voice, like something you'd run off of Microsoft computer uh-huh. voice or Dr. whatever, Spade, right? Like, so. yeah, like, oh, hello, we are here, you know. And it's, so it was like the host was Stephen asking Hawking. questions, and like Stephen, like Stephen Hawking, Hawking was was responding, and they're always so like vague, like very like. It sounds even more like it's not real, and now. and and it's just very, and the fact that their whole like identity is based off of a comic book is even weirder, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. Okay, so you can, I guess you can have some similarities with Guy Fox, but are you really having a lot of similarity with the V for Vendetta Guy Fox? Like, it's weird. It's like all of a sudden a bunch of people running over with Batman masks. Doesn't make you Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's real and it's not real at the same time. Yeah. Right? It's a bit like. Which I think is maybe their power. It is. Right? It really is. We are what's they have a stupid slogan, right? It's like we are all in one. It's like a musketeer are, thing, kind of thing. We are all kind of thing. Something, yeah. So it's kind of interesting because anyone can just wear the mask and claim to be anonymous. Okay, so what is this real but not real? Like, what was that? What do you mean? What so you they're mean real that? and they're not real in the sense that, like, they are a real manifestation of like social uh, unease. I would say. Yeah. But they're. It's it's a movement without a leader, right? Which is that we know of, right? But it's it's in the same way as like the uh, what was it the Wall Street movement? Mm-hmm. What was that called? Well, uh, um, Occupy. Occupy. The Occupy movement. Oh, don't even get me started on that. In the same way as Occupy movement was sort of necessary to not have a leader. Mm-hmm. And anonymous is a bit the same thing. Wasn't Bernie Sanders a leader? No. Oh, <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> no, he was not. Because um, as soon as there's a leader, then there's somebody to interview, and then there's somebody to discredit. And yeah, I guess all that so. kind of stuff, I guess so. right? The whole thing about anonymous is the power of being quote unquote legion is that you are a manifestation of the people. Uh, different people can 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 join and they can participate in the movement, but there's no there's, there's not necessarily a leader. And then they'll, like, somebody who's associated with the movement can launch uh, a project at any point to say, like, Project Donald Trump or Project ISIS or Project uh, Charlie or whatever. And that, that can come from any anywhere on the planet. And so there's all these people that are kind of waiting in the in the shadows, waiting for one of these operations to happen. And once an op is is announced then any one of the collective can get on board with that with that op Mm. right so there's a few like channels like a few like twitter accounts a few things that are kind of like somewhat official but there's nothing to really pin down there's nothing to prosecute there's no people to like to to face consequences but 
any number of people can participate in what they feel is an, an operation that's in the best interest. So if you piss off the sort of collective unconscious enough, there's enough people who know how technology works and are upset enough and are on board with the movement that they can go and start taking down websites and you know replacing the ISIS like Twitter feed with like the, the pride banner pride banners yeah. and stuff like that but it's it ends up being like a little bit mostly ends up manifesting itself as like a prank social mischief i would yeah. say it's probably you know? like a 13 year old boy somewhere in like well Kansas. that's the thing yeah i mean there's that's a lot just, of probably 13 year old like boys, boys that are or in russian or israeli it's one of that russian sounds yeah. right because that's who cracks there are some yeah. fucking seriously like smart 13 year old russians you know who can hack but yeah have they ever busted know. any anonymous no because they can't prove it not really, because they use the technology like the Tor stuff and like a it's all deep web. Uh, dark yeah, but if we yeah, know the shit, you're telling me yeah. the military can't crack this stuff and the no. law enforcement. You know, I'm sure there's some some people who've been brought in, you know, for for things. But because it's such a widespread movement, it's an idea, right? And like ideas can spread. Sure, that part and, I like certainly. Yeah, and that's a very V for Vendetta, right? This right. whole like you can't kill the man. Or how does it go? You can kill the man, but you can't kill the movement. Kind of. Yeah, thing. there's a great right. uh, there's a great line in it in Shaka Zulu, which I was talking about earlier. <laughs> where <clears throat> it all comes back to Shaka Zulu. It all comes back to Shaka Zulu, where they bring like the first white man he's ever seen to his feet, like, and it's this old guy who can actually speak the speak, language. Yeah. Swahili, probably. He's like, "What are you? Are you a warrior?" And the old man's like, "No, no, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I, I write and I teach children words and stuff." And he's like, "Why?" for witchcraft he's like no 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 it's so you can write down people's names and they can be remembered or they can you can send messages and he's like well i have messengers for that <clears throat> he's like yeah but this way you can make sure that the message that you sent is the one exactly that they're going to get and he's like mm, my messengers deliver exactly what i say with the intention i say if not they're dead so try another one <laughs> and he's like oh, okay well it's a way for people to remember you for generations he's like well they'll remember me through my sons and their their sons and i will pass down the kingdom to my to my uh you know progeny and he's like yes but this way you'll they'll be able to document everything he's like no no he's like that's not how you're remembered he says the tribal leader he's like you you make people remember by capturing their hearts and minds so that even generations after you're dead and even your offspring are dead people can still hear you in the wind you know he says something mm. cool like that and you're and i was like watching this and i'm like this is from 1986 but this shit is deep yeah and i guess that's kind of what you're saying is that like the power then of this anonymous thing for whatever it is is that it's not tangible and can kind of exist as an attitude of dissent in the shadows in the shadows like the unknown rather like here we're we're these 10 assholes that are right. trying okay to put those guys in jail yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't put an idea in jail, right? So I think that's the, that's what the power. Not is. yet, oh, but Monsanto is working on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like they're hard at work. Google, Monsanto, and Apple are all all sitting in a room right now, going like, "Can we modify ideas and then patent them? Yeah. Would that work?" <laughs> no, no. You have to be able to hold. I mean, it. Steve Jobs just sold uh, stole ideas, so that's that's. Uh, partially what he does right did he that's all that's all kind of wow up in the air and just the way google functions too is su super sketchy 
their whole you know invented market and I don't mind that I I, I I've always said that, was that a strong if, reaction. No, well, because I it it really annoys me when people are like, <laughs> I don't like uh, you know tailored marketing. You know, I, I I last week I googled shampoo and now I'm getting shampoo ads. I would rather that than get ads that don't apply to me. Right. Right. Like I honestly would rather get if I'm interested in something, I would rather get ads to that than get ads that really either offend me or don't apply to me right sure like yeah. i have nothing to hide with my because you're gonna get ads anyways, yeah i'm gonna get right? ads anyways i might as well get something that i well, may that's the use. reason that it works that there's an appeal to it and a convenience sure but there's a price to that i also don't believe necessarily really strongly in privacy in the sense that like we're you're if you're online you're public anyways you know, so you need to assume anything you yeah, put online is like, public. Yeah, I know too many people who are like, "Oh, Facebook is making me download uh, the Messenger app on my phone." I'm not going to do that because I'm resisting the. Yeah, I'm resisting. It's like, but you're on Facebook anyways. What's one yeah. more app? Right. Or like, like my Facebook page is my property. Yeah, it's not. Or it's those really people that not. post those things. They're, they're proud of how they're... Oh, the copy-paste The copy-paste things like that I, say, I you can't... I... Uh, yeah, you can't take my idea. It's like, that's not how this works. Mom. <laughs> Mom, you can't do that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Mom. If you're on Facebook, you're public. Just yeah. relax. Just be yeah. sensible with what you're sharing and, and don't freak out. And like, the thing is, like, you know, marketing pays for the internet yeah there's know, a reason <laughs> if there wasn't marketing and stuff on, it's all those online people, like all those it wouldn't people be that are complaining is. about oh you know facebook was one day gonna charge us money oh yeah, yeah, yeah and it's the same people that are complaining about the ads on facebook well they're connected you don't want to get yeah. get off just get off the internet then. if you're not paying for the service yeah. you are the product yeah yeah that's what it comes down yeah. to right yeah so moral of the story is deal with it yep yeah yeah. Or learn to, to hack, and then you can become part of, you know, anonymous, and then you can change it. I just I go. don't understand how people have time to do this. It's a weird. It's a weird thing where, like, we didn't grow up with the internet, right? Like, yeah, it yeah. Was kind of like yeah happened in our teenage yeah. years ish, yeah. right? It's it's a weird thing when someone grows up with the internet. So it's it's been there ever since they were born. Yeah. They've been playing on the internet since they were a toddler. Yeah, we haven't and seen the internet until we were men. And it's it's like this weird sense of entitlement, right? Like this is like a public property that we all have a human right to kind it's of thing. Which air, is, water, and, and the internet. Yeah, air, water, and Wi-Fi, yeah. essentially, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's an interesting... It's almost like going to the public pool and jumping in and being like, you can't, you can't be here. You're like, it's, it's a public pool. No, but this is my... Yeah, my, my this corner. water here, this part. Yeah, this is where I am. You're, why are you looking at me? You can't yeah, look. stop looking at me. Yeah. Stop looking. At me. You can't yeah. listen to me either. You're like, but you're in the pool though. Yeah, <laughs> you have the same bathing suit as me. Get out. Yeah. Well, interestingly, there's this cafe that opened up. Uh, you you probably seen it because you live in my area. Uh, Caffellini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is my favorite cafe name. Is ever. it? Yeah. Caffellini is beautiful. Yeah, I used to like it when it was. Uh, what, the sparrow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was really, really cool. That it always smelled like it. like fried onions. And that's why I hated it. Oh yeah, because you go in there in the morning for a latte, and then uh, you'd come out smelling like onions. You just showered. Yeah, but your hair smells like yeah. Because they'd be frying it in the morning for lunch or whatever. For whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. Terrible. But uh, Caffellini's whole 
thing is that they wanted to do it at like ultra hipster uh super slick you know like the the espresso machine yeah. is branded yeah they have their own coffee they have merchandise it's very minimal minimalist four tables or three three tables <clears throat> and their whole con- the whole conceit of the place is like no wi-fi there's no wi-fi in caffellini there's never been Oh and people, well, I mean they're only they're new, right? So. No, but they were they, that was part of their thing. Ah, okay, because they were part of this whole new movement of like uh, of uh, coffee shops removing yeah. Wi-Fi yeah. because it, they realized that they just basically ended up becoming uh, babysitting br- breather yeah. spaces yeah. Yeah. for people to just hang out all day and sit on like two two cups of coffee. Yeah, and this morning I walked by Caffellini and there's a there's a sign outside that literally says the boss caved we have wi-fi <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was great i didn't know they never had one i've never been in it since they kind of became caffellini yeah no they literally lasted like three months yeah and then this morning literally the sign was just like yep the boss the boss uh i love creative chalkboard signs outside of businesses yeah, yeah. nacho libre <laughs> is good for that nacho libre is amazing yeah. for that Over- I can't. overpriced food i wish you guys nacho libre would have yeah their food, food is overpriced yeah, it used to be normal, but they got a terrace now, which is nice. But, but they always had hilarious little. Yeah, they always have nice signs. Little with uh, Terminator jokes. on it, or really like retro. Well, that's their whole. Brand yeah, their vibe. They got the yeah. like, the N sixty four in the back or whatever. It's cool. Cool, man. So, is there anything else you want to talk about, man? No, I we, just uh, call it a day. I had fun today, guys. Yeah, yeah. This was, was nice fun. and relaxed. It's fun not talking about me, hmm. but you know, getting to talk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry we didn't talk about you. Did no, that's you? fine. I got can, nothing to say. We can talk to you about you no, a little no, bit. Fine. <laughs> How are your projects going? They're good. They're good? They're good? Yeah. Okay, what about you, Richard? I'm good. Yeah, you should talk about your project uh, at some point when, uh, when the time is... Uh, when it's ready, Richard yeah. is sitting on a pretty hot ticket, um, and uh, I'm very, very anxious for you to unveil it. Mm. And uh, I, I guess this means nothing to the listeners at this point, yeah. but it's, it's fucking cool. I got a couple of things working in the works, so yeah. we'll, we'll see. Yes, he may be the quiet one, (laughs) but but he's the only one that actually, you know, works. Well, he has energy left. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, he has energy left, and he actually does the. He's the doer in this duo. He's the doer, and I'm the you know the dreamer, the sayer, talker. (laughs) All right, well, uh, you know, thanks for coming back. Fire in the hole, guys. Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole.